holidays, still not ready, party people. This is Still Not Ready, the Ready or Not podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Brett. And we are right smack dab between season four and season five of Ready or Not. And it just so happens to be the holiday season. Tis the holidays. So... What should we do, Brett? I don't know. Hmm. What should we do, Amy? Some sort of Christmas bonus? It's bonus episode time! And we're doing a movie. A whole movie. It's like three (laughs) or four Ready or Not episodes in one. Yes. That's how much longer this is. Needless to say, a lot longer than our Mm 24-minute Ready or Not episodes. Yeah. But we did find a good one. We're keeping it 90s here on Still Not Ready And we'll be talking about the 1998 Disney family comedy starring Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Jessica Biel, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Not as good as I remembered it. So this is my first time around with this movie. Oh, okay, okay. I had not seen this movie prior to watching it for the purpose of the podcast. Okay. So as a kid, you liked it better. That's what the conclusion you've come to. Yes. (laughs) Most definitely. I would not watch it again as an adult, to be honest. Okay. Okay. Well, this movie is easily found on Disney Plus or rented on Amazon Prime. And this uh, movie has actually come up a lot in my feed this year, just in the past couple weeks. Like a lot of 90s nostalgia accounts have been posting throwbacks to this movie. Hmm. So I think it's a favorite amongst 90s fans. Well, it wasn't a favorite when it came out because it made $12 million at the box office. <laughs> yeah. And it cost... $30 million to make. $30 million to make, so... So it's a bomb. It was a bomb at the box office, but this film was shot in Canada because we like to keep things Canadian here on Still Not Ready. Mostly shot in Canmore, Alberta, and in and around Vancouver, which is kind of hilarious because... Well, we haven't got to the synopsis yet, but this movie literally takes us on a trip across the U.S. Mm -hmm. Actually, there's a couple scenes that are shot in the U.S., you know, in the desert. Right. Um, But we'll get to those. uh, We'll get to those scenes. Um, Let's talk about JTT. Okay. Oh, favorite. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Your favorite. So you were a fan. Oh, I loved him on Home Improvement. You loved him. Of course I did. Who didn't? He was cute, man. Like the hair. Yeah. And the like big grin, big toothy grin. And then he played Simba. He played Simba, right. Lion King. He did a lot. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of movies while he was on Home Improvement. He played Randy, of course, the middle brother. Can you name the other two brothers on Home Improvement? Uh, Mark. Mark was the younger one. And Brad. There you go. I did look it up because it's Zachary Taylor Thomas. No, is it? Zachary Ty Bryant. Something like that. Zachary Taylor Thomas. Yeah, the, Zachary no, Thomas. no. Yeah, they both have like the three name name. Yeah, Zachary <laughs> Ty Bryant. Zachary Ty Bryant. JGT did this movie right at the end of his 179 episode eight season run with Home Improvement. Oof. 
And he actually left early. He didn't even... That's right. Come to the... He wasn't even in the series finale. Yeah, there was something... I don't remember how they kind of like wrote him off and he went off to college or something. Yeah, that's likely what the story was. Hmm. They almost killed him off in one episode. I feel like I did read something. Something must have happened because why would you have left that show early? Well, he left to go to school. He was a Harvard student. Okay, that's why then. Um, He studied philosophy and history. So like he's a smart guy. He spent a year abroad in Scotland where he went to school with Prince William and Kate Middleton. Ooh. Who's that? <laughs> he did a movie in the mid 90s, 1995, with Chevy Chase, Man of the House. Yeah. Do you remember this one? Yeah. Okay. So it's like a mom's got a new boyfriend type mm-hmm. of story. Anyways, they go to some kind of camp out together. Yeah. JTT's character and his new dad, and they do this rain dance. Yeah. Do you remember the rain dance scene? It's to um, Everybody Dance Now. Okay. Da, da, yeah. da, da, da. And they do this rain dance, all the guys and their, their like, sons. And I was obsessed with it. I wonder, was that Disney? I wonder if that's on Disney+. Plus. Ooh, Man of the House. I feel like that was probably Disney. I, I feel like he did a lot of, because Lion King was Disney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's on. It is on Disney. Because I tell you, I must have rewound that tape a thousand times. Like, me and my cousin, we, like, learn the dance. Like, I can still do the I dance, remember, probably, when that song comes on. I definitely remember that movie. And I do remember them going camping. I can't quite say I remember that scene. Oh, man. They made it rain. They made it rain. Oh, I gotta watch the movie. Good thing I have Disney+. Plus. <laughs> For how long's the free trial? No free trial. I had to pay. Oh, you paid. Oh, you already did the free trial. But you know what? It has most of the, yeah, it has a lot of the Christmas movies, right? Like the good ones. There's not that many good ones on Netflix. Well, you can catch up with the Kardashians at least. I know. I started and I was like, uh, I don't know. I can't do I have that. a hard time watching them now too. It's like, yeah, I don't even like, know what I'm looking at. It's like a robot. Or I know all of this because it's all been in the press already. Yeah. Most of it. Yeah. You're not getting any surprises. No. Um, so he went to school and basically disappeared off the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. He's actually known for saying that he just wanted a break. That's fair. He'd been acting nonstop since he was eight and he was just a bit over it. In 2013, he returned to do Last Man Standing, which was Tim Allen's new show. Right. Okay. Which also had like nine seasons. Was he in the whole thing? No, he was in like three or four episodes oh, of okay. it. Yeah, he just like a bit of a cameo. And yeah, big time. And they did this whole bit where like Tim Allen was like, "Oh, you look familiar." Yeah. But that's his last acting credit. He was never married, no kids, and I have to say, I'm pretty good at digging up dirt on people on the internet. Literally nothing. Nothing. On JTT. If you're not on social media. If you're not on social. But he is like in LA. Like I think he's a director. You think? And actually there have been two recent sort of recent sightings of him. And they're both in LA. So in 2021, um, there was a series of paparazzi pictures of him walking two dogs with like a mask under his chin. And there's actually like a super recent, like last week, 
E.T. posted a video with some current pictures of him in L.A. So, like I said, he's in L.A. I think he's doing some directing. Hmm. There was some um, rumor about him doing a mockumentary with Macaulay Culkin, like, a few years back. That'd be kind of funny. I know, right? He doesn't have many directing credits on IMDb. No, maybe he goes under a pseudonym. Maybe. Uh, yeah. He might, just to stay out of the public eye. Oh, but director was, yeah, Last Man Standing. He directed, yeah. Yeah, he directed a few episodes of that show. But this, like, E.T. posted mm. just a video of right. the photos. There's, like, a commentator, and it's so dramatic. It's like, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, for the first time in two years, holding what appears to be... Oh a coffee cup. I do, I do think, like, if you're an ex-actor in L.A., I think you could go undetected. You just don't go to places where you know paparazzi's going to be. Yeah. The people who are always in the paparazzi are also going to places where they know. Yeah, and he's, I'll be honest, a little unrecognizable at this point. There's also that, right? Yeah, he looks older. He's, he's like, really short. He's, like, my height. He's, like, 5'4". Yeah, short. And he is wearing, like, a beanie and, like, round glasses. He's, like, stylish, but in, like, a cash, cash way, like, expensive jeans, expensive t-shirt. Yeah, Yeah, like, that's, (laughs) he's, he's, I mean, he looks good. I think he's, like, 45 now. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't recognize him. No, you'd have to, like, really look at him. You're looking at him going, like... I know you from somewhere or something, right? If you happen to yeah. see him. This photo of him with like his mask half down or whatever. Yeah, he's unrecognizable. Walking yeah. a dog. Yeah, I wouldn't recognize him. Especially with a hat on. I wonder if he's going bald. I wonder if he still has that lush hair. And with wearing a mask, you'd never recognize him. Yeah, yeah. Jessica Beale also in this movie, married to Justin Timberlake. Obviously. Is there really anything else interesting about her at this point? Well, obviously she's most known for Seventh Heaven. Do you want to talk about the guy who does Seventh Heaven? Oh my god, I was, yeah. <laughs> TikTok. If you're not following, what's his name? Rob Har- We've never no. actually said his name. I'm sure people can find him. Heartthrob Rob Anderson or something like that. That's who does it? Yeah, he's really <laughs> okay. funny. If you want to rewatch Seventh Heaven and see how awful it is. In TikToker land. She did that show Sinner. She produced it and she starred in it. That's a pretty good show, actually. Oh, yeah. Actually, that was a good show. That's one of those. um, The first season was Unreal. Yeah. Which is the one I think she was in. Yeah, she was in the first one. But doesn't she just get murdered in the first one? She murders someone on the beach. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, she is really good in that. Yeah, that's one of those, like, the first season was good, and then I couldn't really get into the second. I did watch all the seasons. They're decent, but yeah, it's not, it's never the same. No, the first season is really good. Okay, Sinner, yeah, I forgot about that. And then the only other weird thing that came up on her Wikipedia is something, and this is pre-COVID, but something in 2019, something to do with some vaccine thing. I'm not going to get into the details because... Prior to COVID? Yeah, 2019. Oh, interesting. Oh, do you know, what's her name? She was in Curb Your Enthusiasm. She was Larry David's wife in Curb Your Enthusiasm, Cheryl. I don't know. She has a podcast, Taken Cheryl. Okay. Well, she's married to Robert Kennedy Jr., 
and he's also involved in the same vaccination thing as her. Mm. It seemed you can read it on Wikipedia. It's on her Wikipedia page? I don't want to spread On it. Jessica Beals. Yeah. You know what? She's pretty reasonably active on Instagram. Is she? Something about Justin Timberlake is just really gross right now. He's starting to grind my gears, man. And I was a fan. Me I was too. a fan. He was my favorite. But now I'm like, and you know what? I did just finish Britney's book. Yeah. And I was going to say, actually, Jessica Beale has been a little silent on the gram since Britney's book came out, which is interesting. Well, I mean, at the same time, like what happened when Justin was like 20? It's like you're not necessarily the same person, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not just that, but it's also like, you know, the whole Janet Jackson thing. And he was a bit culpable in that. And I don't think he's really owned it. Yeah. I'm just over it. I'm over him. No, the internet's doing a really good job of just making him look awful. Because they're doing, like, you know, there's that one video where he's dancing in the khakis. And then somebody just posted something. It's like some MTV performance, but he's wearing, like, a diamond-encrusted bandana. And he's, like, beatboxing, and he calls himself, like, Lake. Tea Lake. It's like really lame. You know what? When you bring it out of context and like yeah. in church, it's like a blip in part of the show. But it just like makes him look just like it's terrible. You know, what? I have to say, I do not enjoy Justin Timberlake's solo music whatsoever. You know what? I couldn't really get into it either. Cry Me a River, I like. Fine. Yes. I'll give you a Cry Me a River. Yeah. But anything else? Oh my God. I can't. I honestly, like it almost, I can't stand it. It's like. It's overplayed. So annoying to me. And that happy song, if I hear Which that again. Which is the happy song? No, that's, that Pharrell? that's not Maybe him. Maybe that's mostly Pharrell. <laughs> no, yeah, but that song needs to go too. But he's in that. He's I in think that? he's in that. I no, swear no, no. he is. Get the Google machine out. Doesn't no, it doesn't really matter. But there's nothing, there's no song that Justin Timberlake does. That no, I yeah, like. I'll give you a Cry Me a River, but nothing else really sticks. He's done. No. I think he's done. I think He's so. done. Yeah, I mean, he can be done. Yeah, he can be done. It's fine. He can be done. Yeah. yeah. He finally caved and did the NSYNC reunion bit that was a bit of a flop, if you ask me. I don't even know what it was. Oh, uh, like a song, one song on the Troll oh, yeah, soundtrack. That, new song. that song is so bad. Yeah, I it's like so I can't and even I think heard of it. Since. I've heard it once. I can't even think of it. That's how uncatchy it is, which is totally disappointing and sync. I know. Just bring us the classics. We don't need your new junk. Okay. I'll be home for Christmas. Originally titled I won't be home for Christmas. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert. Like you said, by the end of its box office run, made a solid $12 million, which is basically what people are paying for tiny homes these days in Toronto. <laughs> do we have a synopsis? I do. Okay. I'll be home for Christmas. Jake hasn't been home for Christmas since his mom died. His girlfriend, Jessica Beale, wants him to come home, and so does his family. So his dad bets him and says, if you can be home by 6 p.m. on Christmas Eve, you get the Porsche. Does he make it or not? (laughs) Oh, here we go. See, I do have a bit of a problem with movies that are 
like the sort of hangover style where like they're trying to accomplish something that just seems impossible. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like the string of unfortunate events and you're going like, come on. And it can be annoying to watch because you're just like, oh, if you had just done that, this wouldn't be happening or just do this and you'd be home. But no, we have to go through this whole rigmarole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found myself a lot when I was watching this movie checking to see how much time was left in the movie. Yeah. Like, okay, this is it, right? Like, he's going to make it mm. at this point. He's going to make it. Nope, there's still 29 minutes left. He's not going to make it yet. Okay, so the movie opens with a rendition of Cool Yule by the Cherry Popping Daddies. Ooh, okay. So we open the movie at... Palisades College in LA. And we get some on screen text explaining that, which I thought was super convenient. <laughs> but it's a high school, right? No, it's college. It's a college? It's college. Gosh, those kids looked young. Didn't those kids look young? <laughs> and you know what? <clears throat> I was watching it with Drew, and he's like, Is this high school? Because, like, the one kid looks like he's 10. They have lockers. And they have lockers. Like, it seemed more high school. And this is the only really scene that we get inside of the school. Yeah. Um. So we get this opening scene. And we get JTT right away, like, cruising the halls. Everybody knows him. Everyone's mm -hmm. saying hi. So he plays Jake. And I have to say, right off the bat, I was a little disappointed in JTT in this movie. Wow. We don't need to talk about his acting, but the look, like, he had, like, frosted tips. I mean, it was 98. I know, and, like, kind of slicked back hair. I don't well, he's know. He's supposed to kind of look like a bit of a bro, but not a total bro. He's a bit of a bro, yeah. He's a he's a little older than you might remember him being like on Home Improvement mm -hmm. um, when he was like super cute, but he's not quite a handsome man yet. It's... But then like a few years later, he was like he was cute and then he looked fine. And then I think he got better looking. He did. Like when he's in that new Tim Allen show or that newer show that he did like in 2013, he's like a very handsome man. Yeah. But we're in this transitional stage here. But he's mm -hmm. still got like that irresistible smile. Yes, he has a nice smile. And you know what I always loved about JTT was like that raspy tone in his voice. Mm, okay. Yeah. Like got a real JTT fan. Well... That's probably why he ended up playing one of the most iconic uh, Disney characters mm -hmm. when he played Simba. Like, the voice is good. The voice is good. So he's wearing, like, an unbuttoned collared shirt over a T-shirt, mm -hmm. carries his backpack on one arm. One strap in. So his buddy's locked in his locker. And before he lets him out, Jake wants to make sure he's, like, finished his homework and got those backstage passes for the Dave Matthews concert. Dave Matthews, yeah. <laughs> so he wants his buddy, or his buddy who also seems to be like his assistant, to change the plane ticket his dad got him to New York to two tickets to Cabo. Which makes no sense. So <laughs> Is it a first class ticket? I think it's a first class oh, ticket to New York. Oh, I guess actually, no, maybe. I mean, LA to New York is very far. L.A. to Cabo is not far. That's why he's getting two tickets. Probably an hour plane ride. 
Yeah, maybe you could. At first I was like, no way. Two tickets to Mexico, but then you forget. He's in California, so maybe it, it could work. Maybe you could do but it. But I think it might have been a first-class ticket, the original ticket. That's why we have so much money to work with. Oh. These tickets get exchanged a few times. Mm. So this is where we find out that there's an alley. Yes. Played by Jessica Biel. Mm-hmm. Awesome 90s reference in this opening scene where a bunch of girls are wearing the Biore strips on their noses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, walking through the dorms, and they all have them on. Yeah, it's, like, in passing. He's, like, do those even work? It's, like, mm-hmm. product placement to a T. Oh, yeah, big time. Biore probably paid, like, a million dollars for that spot. Well, the movie needed the million. <laughs> the movie needed the Biore money. Okay, looks like Allie and Jake are a couple. It's hard to kind of tell, I have to say. Well, there's no kissing or anything. Like, they're not for sure a couple. And I think they know each other from back home. Yeah, I think they are a couple. They're like high school sweethearts or something. They must be high school sweethearts, Mm -hmm. which is odd for his character to have, like, this high school sweetheart that he's, like, dragging along through college. Yeah, they don't really explain. No, they're an odd couple, too, because she's quite tall. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of weird because they don't... Really, like in a lot of these move, like college movies, this is not how couples act. But I guess this is Disney. Yeah, it's not clear that they're a couple, but he he wants her to go to Cabo. So like he's getting these two tickets to Cabo, but mm-hmm. Allie wants to go home for Christmas. Yes, back to New York. And Jake is he's kind of like the monkey ears of this movie. That's true. He's like wheeling and dealing, selling people fake IDs, helping people cheat on tests. Yeah, he's a scam artist, kind of. This is where Jake gets a call from his dad. And he tells him if he's home at 6 p.m. on Christmas Eve for dinner, then he'll give him the Porsche. But it's not just any Porsche. It's like, I don't know, one that they've worked on for, like, their whole lives. Yeah, this sounds like they've refurbed it together. Vintage. Which is a bit of an ode to the tool man, I think. Oh, you think? Oh, oh, oh. I can't. You did. Oh, but you tried. You did ho, ho, ho. (laughs) 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 No, remember you had a hot rod in the garage for, like, the longest time? Tim the tool man, yeah. So, fueled by the idea of getting the Porsche, Jake then cashes the tickets back in for two tickets to New York. Mm -hmm. So this is, again, where I'm like, the first one must have been, like, first class, business class or something. Something. He's got a lot of money to work with. Okay, so the plan is to meet Allie in the morning and fly to New York together, but... Jake gets into some kind of trouble with a bunch of dudes at school. Mm -hmm. So he was supposed to help them cheat on a test using beepers or pagers. Yeah. But it didn't work. So they got mad at him and drove him into the middle of the desert and left him there in a Santa suit. This Kind of makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like... He has no money. So there's no money, no phone. Yeah. No phones at the time. No ID. Like, just the Santa suit. They basically take all of his clothing off, get a Santa suit on him, drop him in the middle of the desert. 
And they also glue on the beard and the hat. Right. So how did this all happen? Like, they obviously had to drug him. Well, I was going to say, because he wakes up kind of discombobulated. Like, he's like, oh, what happened? I know it was like three or four against one. But, like, there's no way this would all happen. Like, it's hard for me to believe that it's like they just pinned you down, took your clothes off, put a Santa suit on, drove you, and you had no chance of escape. No, and he he wakes up in the desert. Right. He's like, oh, what happened? Where He's like, am oh, I? I'm wearing a Santa mm-hmm. suit. Oh, it's glued on, blah, blah, blah. But there's a note, and the note says, let's see you sweet talk your way out of this one. Right. And it's signed, Eddie and the boys. So Eddie is like the third character in this movie, and Eddie ends up picking up Allie to drive her home for Christmas. So... Mm. Because Eddie's been trying to get with Allie. Yeah, yeah. And Jake obviously never makes it to pick her up in the morning because he's in the desert and he's in a Santa suit. So is this the day before Christmas? Well... Day before Christmas Eve? I mean, California to New York is a five-hour plane ride. Yeah. So you ain't driving there in a day. Well, no, because they stay overnight a few times, the people that are driving. Yeah, it's got to be a few days before. Okay. It's at least the day before Christmas Eve. I think there's two nights. They spend two nights on the road. So Jake now has to hitchhike across the country. And he gets picked up by Andy Lauer, who plays Nolan. Is that the Caroline in the City? Yeah, yeah, he's from Caroline in the City. I was like, gosh, he looks familiar. It was killing myself. I had to look up his IMDb and it's Caroline in the City. So they start like chasing Allie and Eddie down. Yeah, they somehow find them. On the highway. They're neck and neck. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jake somehow wasted basically no time and just caught up to them. Yeah, but they get pulled over because they're trying to catch them. And they make up this story about heading to a children's hospital to hand out toys. And then they end up being escorted to the hospital by the cop. Mm -hmm. He wants to see the kids' faces when he gives them the toys. You know, this is why you don't lie. Because you just have to make more lies. More lies. Just take the ticket. More lies. Yeah. Take the ticket. Take the ticket. But, like... The fact that he's wearing a Santa suit plays into a lot of the reasons he does a lot of things. Like, remember, he's always wearing the Santa suit to some capacity. Yeah, the whole time. But here's the thing. They don't have toys. Luckily, he gets picked up by a hitchhiker who's fencing goods all over town (laughs) and has a van full of household appliances. (laughs) They have (laughs) stolen countertop kitchen appliances. So, after they hand out the blenders to the sick kids, Nolan bails on the road trip because he suddenly wants to go home for Christmas. Then, the cop now wants to convince his wife, okay, hold tight because this is deep, convince his wife who left him to come home for Christmas too. But she's in Nebraska, six hours away, east of wherever they are right now so obs jake is into it there's some elaborate plot about jake asking her to come home because he's santa 
The Santa suit at this point is getting like dirty, grimy. Yeah. The white is yellow. The white is going brown, and the Santa suit also like goes grimy and then ungrimy. Depending on the scene. (laughs) Yeah, because they probably forgot what suit. Even though they had a $30 million budget for who knows what. Um, Yeah, I don't know. The grime on the suit goes uh, white and then brown and then white and then brown. A little yellow. it is getting kind of gross. It gets a little gross by the end. Plus, the cop is going to buy him a bus ticket to New York If he can pull this off, if he can convince the cop's wife to go home for the holidays. So they get to Nebraska where Marjorie, the wife, is, but she won't go because the cop, like, kissed an ex-girlfriend at a bar or something. Too many Jaegers. Is that what he says? Too much Jaegermeister. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said Jaegermeister. Did he well, say it? Wasn't he? It was the Jaegermeister. Jaeger. So I swear. <laughs> that's what he said. And this restaurant is so weird. There's like real cows. Yes. What's the restaurant called? It's a weird it's like, deal. It's like um, Turf and Turf, I think the restaurant is called. <laughs> Only cows. Marjorie's wearing like cow ears, this whole cow thing. Yeah, she's serving at a, a restaurant mm. in Nebraska. So obviously, this is going to take some convincing on Jake's part. But he like rallies a band, like writes a special version of Oh Christmas Tree for the cop to sing to his wife during her shift at Turf and Turf. And it works. Yep. Yeah. So Marjorie goes home with the cop for Christmas and Jake gets his bus ticket to New York and he makes it home for Christmas Eve and gets the Porsche, right? Oh, not quite yet. (laughs) So while he's waiting for the bus, he then witnesses on TV Eddie and Allie kissing under the mistletoe at some German festival they stopped at for the night. A Bavarian village. (laughs) I think this thing exists all the time. It's not just a festival. It's not just a Christmas thing? No, I think it's a Bavarian village. Do you? It's all like this year round. Okay, so let me see what I have in my notes about this place. Wait, do you know about this place? They're calling it Adelbrook. I think this is a Bavarian village that's around all the time. Okay, this is where they stop. Allie and Eddie have stopped for the night, and Jake sees them on TV. I don't know where he is, but he's not where they are yet. No. Close, obviously, if he's watching TV of where they are. (laughs) Yeah. So, remember, Jake's about to get on a bus to New York. Jake then convinces the bus driver to take a detour to Addlebrook to find Allie. Oh, he gives him some big line. Something about a liver donation or something. Yes, yeah, some <laughs> transplant. That whole thing was like, this is a hard no. I know. This whole thing is, <laughs> I can't, I can't. So he bombards their hotel room, rips Eddie's towel off because he just came out of the shower and you know what's also weird? This is a side note. But Eddie's also in Seventh Heaven. Mm. I think he's like a major recurring character in Seventh Heaven. I was wondering where I knew him from and I mm-hmm. failed to check his IMDb. Oh, he's yeah. on Seventh Heaven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. He, um, 
and Jake like bombard and he does like the classic like young guy thing to do. He doesn't confront the girlfriend about kissing someone. He goes right to the guy. Like, you kissed my girlfriend or whatever. If you were smart, you wouldn't have done anything. And you would have just been like, oh, my God, I found you. Great. Let's all drive home together. Yeah. No. No. Porsche is yours. Porsche is yours. But you have to lose your temper. He lost his temper. And he also doesn't get mad at Eddie for, like, putting him in the desert in the Santa suit. No. Well, then basically he just lets it slip that the only reason he's going home is to get the Porsche. This is where he lets that slip. So obviously Allie gets pissed. Big time. Allie takes his seat on the bus to New York. Yeah. And then Jake is left again hitchhiking across the country to try and get to New York. Well, him and Eddie get a ride together no this is where they do attempt to ride together but they bro out for like a half a second yeah and then eddie realizes he's being too nice and and he kicks kicks him out out of the car Mm -hmm. because he doesn't want to tarnish his bad boy rep so are we almost home yet no because here's the thing he's trapped in a town but this town has a Santa Claus run happening. So I have to say, I like missed. I don't know what I was doing or what happened, but I must have missed the part where it said, if you win, you get money. Oh. Because I'm like, why is he doing this? Why is he run? doing this? Like, but then I realized. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's like a Santa yeah. a Santa run. And if you don't know what that is, we just had one in our hometown. Fun run. This one's a 5K. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fun run. Everyone gets a Santa suit. And while you're running, it's like a bunch of Santas running through the city, right? So he enters this Santa run because there is this $1,000 cash prize, which Jake needs because he has no money and no mode of transportation. He needs a bus ticket. I was actually slightly offended that there was not a single woman in this race. Oh, there wasn't? Zero representation for female runners. So this Santa run scene uh, was shot in Fort Langley, BC. So a cute little town outside of Vancouver. In this race, Jake meets Jeff Wilson. Mm Mm-hmm. And his name is Jake Wilkinson. Oh, but do you think Wilson is like a nod to home improvement? Oh my gosh, another one. (laughs) Why were their names so similar? Oh, Jeff Wilson, Jake Wilkinson. I don't know, lazy writing. Why did they do that? (laughs) Why did they do that? Because even when they introduce themselves to each other there's like a but there's like a beat they like look at each oh, other and I don't think I, and and i'm like okay maybe something's gonna happen later that ties that in but it doesn't does it? Hmm. so nobody in this race looks like they can actually run except the guy in the crushed velvet suit <laughs> uh the spandex and a bike spandex helmet? santa suit yeah why is he wearing a bike helmet yeah, now that I think about it, that's weird. They say he's from Kenya, so we assume he's supposed to be a good runner. So they're like, oh, there's that guy. He might win. He is a front runner. Yeah, he is. It's between Jeff, Jake, and Crush Velvet Santa. Crush Velvet Spandex. Mm-hmm. He's the only one with, like, that Crush Velvet Santa suit. You know what? Once I, we were in 
Barbados near Christmas, like the weeks leading up, like the weeks leading up. And there was this one guy who would run every day, not full Santa suit because it was too hot, but like a Santa hat. A Santa hat? Why? Why? I mean, he was a good runner. He could run. Yeah. So another note about the bike helmet. So the crushed velvet Kenya, guy from Kenya, he's wearing a bike helmet. uh, But Remember the lady who signed them in mm-hmm. said they had to wear the Santa yeah. hat and the beard to, to cross. cross the finish line or you'd be disqualified. He didn't have it. Maybe they just were like, you know, they didn't have a stunt double on that day. So like, well, you better wear a helmet because you have to hit the sign and fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, so that's how he ends up not in the race anymore. He just like runs into a sign. Yeah, because he's bragging because he's out front. He turns around. He's like, <laughs> okay, okay. Right, hits a sign, falls. Okay, so it's just Jeff and Jake left in the race after the canyon hits the sign and falls. Neck and neck. <laughs> then we go to slow motion. Jeff and Jake sprinting towards the finish line. Jake's eyes are like bugging out of his head. He's like picturing himself in the Porsche, like driving Allie around in the passenger seat. Eyes are on the prize at this point. Because if he wins the race, he can use the money to get back to New York, right? Bing, bang, bong. Mm -hmm. That's the plan. Okay, the final sprint to the finish and... Jake wins. And the crowd goes wild. So are we home yet with the Porsche? No, but (laughs) he gets the cash. How much longer in the movie? (laughs) Well, this is at the point where I'm like, how many more minutes? (laughs) It's about half an hour left in the movie. So he gets the cash and he goes to grab a cab to the airport. But the cabbie tells him, oh, you're the guy who beat the mayor in the Santa race. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what, the mayor? He's like, yeah, Jeff, he's the mayor of this whatever town they're in. And every year he wins the Santa race and donates the money to charity. To buy turkeys. Something about turkeys. turkeys. Yeah. So. Jake has a heart. He's starting to learn the real mm-hmm. meaning of Christmas. Exactly. Do you think everyone lets the mayor win that race every year? Probably. <laughs> so he can donate the money? Or if someone else wins, they must give him the money. It seems weird that this fun run even has a prize. Who's putting up the prize money? Well, they all paid 10 bucks to get in. Oh, that's the prize money. Remember, Jeff paid Jake's way in. That's how they met each other. So he goes back to the mayor's house, gives him the money, but now what? Dun, dun, dun. Well, he calls his little sister, and the sister agrees to use her years of saved-up birthday money to buy him a plane ticket home. But... He doesn't have ID, so he can't get the ticket. No, so what does he do instead? (laughs) Oh, gosh. This is, no, this is worse than whatever it was I was complaining about before. This is worse. I mean, this is obviously (laughs) pre-9-11. Yeah. No, he stows away in a dog crate. Yeah, in the bottom of the plane. In the cargo area of the plane and makes it to New York. Police. So now time's a ticking. We got like hours. Hours. Yeah. He's landed in New York. Doesn't get busted for the stowaway situation. No. But 
He's like trying to get on the subway without a ticket, gets busted for that. It's like 5.06 p.m. Mm -hmm. He has to be home by 6. He's got to get from the airport to his hometown. Nobody will pick him up as a hitchhiker. But he finds himself in the midst of a... In the midst of a Santa Claus parade that's about to happen. So he steals an open sleigh that's being led by... One horse. You guessed it. One (laughs) horse. (laughs) Because he knows how to drive a one horse open sleigh. Obviously. As you do. And surprisingly, I wasn't expecting this, but he stops at Allie's house first. He's realized now that it's more important. Yeah, she's decorating the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. Okay. Which they always do this in movies. <laughs> well, let's just do the finishing. What? Like, girl, what have you been doing for a month? Tree's been at, mm-hmm. Well, I guess she just got home, right? She got home, like, okay. yesterday, maybe, on that bus. So he gets a kiss from Allie. So they're back together. It's their first kiss of the movie. There's only one. But now, two minutes left. Geez, Britt, you think he'll make it? Doubtful. So back in the sleigh with Allie, um, we get a quick interior shot of Dad who's, like, given up. And some weird salad that Beth is putting on the table. Is Beth the little sister? Uh, I think Beth is the wife. Oh, Beth is the is wife. Beth or Tracy? <laughs> Those are very different names. <laughs> one's Beth, one's Tracy. I don't know what the wife's name is. I don't know. Whatever she was putting down on the table, it looked weird. Was it something with like mini marshmallows? <laughs> oh, not ambrosia. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You don't know what ambrosia is? Is that like a jello salad? No, no, no. It's uh, marshmallows, rice pineapple grapes oh in a dressing that's called ambrosia mm-hmm. okay so she's putting a funny salad down on the table no but dad so we get the impression that dad has given up he's like oh he didn't make it again yeah i guess even the porsche can't get him home. even the porsche can't get it yeah get him home so Allie and Jake pull up to jake's house in the one horse open sleigh Allie's like, well, it's 5.59. You made it. You freaking idiot. Like, you're going to get the stupid car. Jake says, tell me when it's after six. (gasps) Maybe he's learned that Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas means something more. (laughs) The Grinch. I know. I know. <laughs> the real meaning of Christmas. He's he's learned the real meaning of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay, so after six, they go inside. Everyone's excited. Jake then promises to be home for Christmas every year so they can keep working on mm-hmm. the Porsche together. Yeah, because his dad said, you can have it. You were only, it was like a minute late. Yeah, right, right. He's just happy to see him. But Jake's like, no, no, no. If I take it, then we can't work on it every year when I come home for Christmas. Blah, blah, blah. Big promises. Big promises (laughs) from Jake. Okay, we need to address this weird conversation that happens at the end of the movie between Jake and his stepmom. The sweater size? So, I guess... (laughs) 
<laughs> I guess. I guess at some point in the movie, she's trying to yes. get his sweater size for like a matching family. So I didn't hear when they were asking. She's like, "You're a 38, right?" And I'm like, "JTT is not a 38 in the waist. <laughs> like, there's no way." <laughs> Wait, is that a sweater size for men? 38. Well, when they're talking, he's like, I, "I'm a 36," and she's like. And what? And he's like, sweater size. Yeah, okay. okay. This, so this is the weird conversation. He walks up to her, he gives her a hug, he pulls away and he goes, 36. And she's like, what? He's like, he's like, my sweater size, it's 36. And then he goes, what's yours? <laughs> Which like, don't you know, you're never supposed to ask a woman. She's like, extra small. <laughs> No, she says eight. She kind of goes like, she's kind of like my sweater size. He's like, just for future reference or something. And she's like, it's eight. She's like fighting back tears. She's like, it's eight. Because there was a scene where he like says how the dad married the stepmom like 10 months after the mom died. Okay. So I think he's never liked her because. Well, fine. So this I think is showing like. He's warming up. <laughs> so it means that they're going to buy each other sweaters every year? Oh, it's some sort of sentimental thing. I just find it weird because do you know anyone who refers to sizing in that way? Like for tops, it's all just like small, medium, yeah. or large. Yeah. He says he's a 36. She says she's an 8. All is well. I think they're both lying. But yeah, she's, she seems very excited. The family rides off in a one-horse open sleigh. The end. The end. Want to know my favorite part about this whole movie? The end? Which is <laughs> a little ironic because of the way we talked about Justin Timberlake earlier. When the credits roll, my favorite ever Christmas song. Oh my gosh, Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer? No, that's my second favorite. Oh. NSYNC's... Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. That is a good song. That's a good Christmas song. It's a sign it's of a the times. One. It's a good Super one. nostalgic. I love that song during the holiday season. It is good. It is good. Honestly, I think NSYNC's Christmas album, best Christmas album ever made. I'm not going that far. There's some pretty good songs on that album. I have to say I'm more of a classic Christmas song like none of the new that things about you. Yeah. none of the new things are really you know they don't, I like it but they don't stick they don't What about Bieber's? What about Hillary Duff has a good Christmas song? Um S Club 7 has a banger. Mm-mm. Nothing. I'm all about the like Carol of Bells like a Bing Crosby. Is that like a na 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 yeah. na na That's Come my favorite. On. That's my favorite. <laughs> Just like as a soundtrack while you're running through an airport? No, when you're running through an airport, it's run, run, Rudolph. Santa's got to make it to town. <laughs> or like in, or uh, if you're in a alone. Santa run, got to win a thousand bucks. Well, Britt, do you think this movie deserves its dud status at the box office? Uh, Yeah, I don't remember seeing this in theaters. It seems like you would on a Friday, like... Over Christmas break, why wouldn't you go to Yeah, because it came out in, like, November of that year. Like, mid-November. Yeah, so I have to say I'm kind of surprised it was a dud. 
I would have thought a lot of people would have gone. Yeah, I think it's like getting a lot of cred now because I, re- again, I, I see a lot of those like 90s nostalgia accounts posting about it. So I think a lot of people are watching it now, but it's a shame. I wonder if this was like the final straw for JTT and he's like, yeah, I don't think this is for me. You know what? I had a real uh, Mandela moment. Have you heard of that? The Mandela? Effect? Yeah, I feel like you've talked about it at least 10 times. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so basically how we all misremember. But like the Mandela thing, I think, is like a collective misremembering. I could have sworn there was a scene in this movie where they sing the song, What's New Pussycat? Like he gets in a car with a whole bunch of ladies who are like going somewhere. Oh. And they're singing that song. No, wait a second. There is a scene. We left it out. There's a scene where he gets picked up. It's one of the first people that pick him up to, like, he's, like, hitchhiking. And it's a group of older women, and they're going to a Tom Jones concert. Okay, so it is. Okay, so you know what happened. So I watched this movie <laughs> over three different sittings on Disney+. Plus. So did I, yeah. <laughs> but Disney Plus does this really annoying thing that... It doesn't start the movie where you left off. It's like 10 minutes behind. Oh my goodness. I noticed the same thing. So then I'm like, I'm not, I can't rewatch these annoying scenes again. So you fast forward, but then you never get the fast forwarding right. And you're like, oh, I tried like three times to get it where exactly. And I'm like, forget it. Forget it. (laughs) I'm just gonna, I noticed that too. I'm just gonna start from here. I didn't miss anything. So that like 45 seconds that I, Fast forwarded too far. I missed it. You missed the... No, there is. Yeah, you're right. But he, like, ends up puking in their car, and that's why they kick him out. They're going to a Tom Jones concert in Vegas. That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, and so he's like, do you got What's New Pussycat? And then they they all sing it together. I can't believe I fast forwarded it and missed it. That's, like, the best scene of the movie. Well, I guess I'll have to go back and watch it. <laughs> and then I feel like I, I was like, Amy, did I miss this scene? You're like, oh, I don't I remember. remember what I've watched. <laughs> so, then, so then I'm like, oh, it must not be in this movie. What movie could it be? No, it's in there. It's in there. They're the first people to pick them up. I know everyone's probably wondering, what about Ready or Not? <laughs> when will you be back with the final season season five everyone wants to know what's happening with busy and amanda how does it end how does it end well we'll be back sometime in january yeah 2024 2024 and the best place to stay in the loop is to follow us on instagram at still not ready pod Hit follow or subscribe or auto-download wherever you're listening now so you don't miss it. We're currently reaching out to possible guests, brainstorming ideas about what we're going to do and how we're going to make this final season unforgettable. A banger. Best season ever. Okay, anything else, Britt? No, I think that's it. Say something festive. Feliz Navidad. Thank you, loyal, still not ready listeners. Happy holidays, or whatever you might be celebrating this time of year. Hopefully celebrating some time off work and some time with the fam. Please take the time to find us on Instagram because we're dying to know. JTT or Zachary Ty Bryan. 
What 90s Christmas movie do you watch every year? Classic Christmas songs or new poppy Christmas songs? We'll catch all of you in the new year. I'm Amy. And I'm Brett. And you've just found out we're still not ready.